are your unsubscribes too high and what can you do to lower them? You're listening to the Do the Brave Thing online business podcast, where you're going to get dangerously actionable tips that you can implement in your business this week to see massive results. And I'm going to make sure that you can actually wrangle your brain to get them done because y'all, what's going on in your head is truly half the battle. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my Do the Brave Thing Home Slices. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And as always, I am super excited to be in your ear holes today. If your email list is looking a little slim, I want you to head on over to katedoster.com forward slash list where you can watch my free training all about how you can grow your email list and your bottom line by hosting bundles. We have gotten great reviews from it. Everyone has really, really loved it. And uh, there might be a special bonus over there for you too. So again, that's katedoster.com forward slash list. There is a link in the show notes. So today is a listener question. And I won't give their name, but they did give me their stats. And it's kind of funny, actually. Um, So basically, the question is, help, my unsubscribe rates are too high. What tips and tricks do you have to lower them? And then she went ahead and she gave me her unsubscribe rate and her open rate and her click-through rate all of which were absolutely fantastic. Like her click-through rate is like four times the average. So I just want to let you know, and you know who you are because you asked this question. I'm not going to say your name on the show, but like your click-through rate is amazing and your open rates are really great. And here's the thing, you're definitely going to be like, oh man, no, I'm not saying that we can't always improve on stuff, but your unsubscribe rate, and this one I will share because I do think that's important for people to know that the average unsubscribe rate anytime that you send a newsletter that according to like industry standards you can expect is about 1%. And we are looking at like almost half that. We're looking at 0.6%. So technically you are doing a fantastic job. You are a well below average, but I know that it can feel really bad when you work really hard on your emails. You're trying to provide value. You're trying to be personable. You're making sure you know you have that good balance of like showing off, you know, ways that you can help people that maybe have dollar signs attached versus like showing off your personality and all that sort of stuff. So I just want to let you know that technically you are totally kicking butt, but I know that you can work really, really hard to grow your email list and it can, it can really hurt when you see that number go up there. So I do think that it can be a little bit of a mindset thing. I do like to think of unsubscribe rates as ways that you are taking action. Because think about it, if you haven't sent an email in months and months and months and months, right? And I know that you're sending them weekly at this point, you wouldn't have an unsubscribe rate because no one would remember that they're subscribed to your newsletter. But then when you actually did send that first email, it would be like a massive. We're looking at, you know, 3% up, right? So we need to start seeing unsubscribes, not as a thing that we're bad, we're awful, people hate our stuff, it's bad. It is that we are actually taking action because people wouldn't have anything to unsubscribe with. And the 0.6% of people, like we don't want that stopping us from actually helping the, what, 99.4% of people that are actually stoked to be in the inbox and reading them. And yes, I know technically with your open rate percentage, which is amazing, by the way, again, you know who you are. Uh, I know that's not technically where the math ends up there, but like that's kind of where it's at. So that's where I always like to think of unsubscribes is not as we're bad. It just means that we are taking action for some people. If they find it really like, if you find it really like debilitating, then don't look at it, which I know is for like really hard. Like say if you're using ConvertKit, when you go in to write your next newsletter, it always sort of shows that unsubscribe rate and what it is. And again, like I'd be lying if I said that sometimes I'm not like <gasps> when, you know, I'll send an email and we'll see something a little bit more typical of an unsubscribe rate, like a little bit higher than normal. When I have found that that has happened though, this is something that if you have ConvertKit, 
you could definitely potentially try testing out every once in a while. And that is, I find that we will have a slightly higher unsubscribe rate if I send my newsletters to our whole list. That includes people that are considered cold subscribers. If I exclude people that are cold subscribers, so in ConvertKit land, I'm pretty sure it's 30 days, it could be 60 days where they're not interacting with your stuff. Our unsubscribe rates are a lot lower and our open rates are a lot higher, but then that means that I'm not necessarily helping people. So it's one of those things that you could consider, like if you really just need to see the number like not be so high, even though your number is perfectly well within average range, you could always play around with the segmenting your list a little bit more. Again, if you have ConvertKit, what you could technically test out is you could send everyone and then you would just go to, so like write your normal newsletter like you would. And then when you go on the send screen to pick like who you pick from, you do subscribe all. And then you would do sort of the next condition that says none and then hit cold subscribers. So you can send that to all of the people that have interacted with your stuff. Then technically you can go in, duplicate the newsletter, send the same thing, maybe like change the subject line, like see like, oh, can I make this a little bit more enticing? And then just send it to cold subscribers to see where that's at. Cause you might find that the people that just haven't been interacting with your stuff that much are the ones that are unsubscribing. And it's usually just like, oh yeah, like who's this person again? Or, oh, you know, I don't really care about this topic anymore. Um, especially because I know interest in topics Everyone really loves things that are novel and like we'll subscribe to like 80 people's newsletter list. We're really into Instagram. And then maybe like two months later, we're like, oh, I hate Instagram, right? And so like you're just like unsubscribing from people's stuff because you're just like, ah, like I'm not into it, right? Or like a health and fitness, right? Like I'm sure January, it's huge. But I'm guessing with the holiday season that people are like, yeah, I don't want... I don't really care about like managing my relationship with food when it comes to the holidays. Like I just want to do my thing. I'll worry about that in January. So again, it could be one of those sort of seasonal times of the year, but actual, actual tips and tricks to lower your unsubscribe rate. So like we had talked about one, just seeing it as a way of taking action, right? I'm taking action. That's awesome. Sometimes I also like to reframe it as those people maybe have already achieved their goals. Like you wouldn't necessarily need to hang around. Like if you already had like a million dollar business, like that's good. Excellent. Right. Or they already have the relationship with food. Great. Or they've already gotten a great relationship with their children. Right. So you can definitely think of it like that way. A little bit of a Pollyanna. Again, being on your list is a privilege. Say that a million times to yourself. You guys know that's one of my favorite phrases. So definitely do that. You can try segmenting out your cold subscribers, perhaps sending them again, the same exact newsletter, but sending it separate just to sort of see like, oh, okay. So it's, it's mainly the people that haven't read my stuff in a while that that's the issue. Right. So if we find that there's this big disparaging and maybe again for say the next month or so, uh, probably after, because when this episode is coming out, it's November. So probably after Black Friday, I would start running this experiment like maybe in December. Again, depending on how seasonal your industry is, uh, I would run that task of sending those newsletters to the normal people. And then again, if your email service provider easily tags cold subscribers, this is why we love ConvertKit, ktoster.com forward slash CK. So you guys can uh, get your hands on this action. So that way you can actually see it like, okay, my normal fans, like the unsubscribe rate is a lot less. It's the people that I haven't seen in a while. So if that ends up being the case, and even if it is the people that hang out with you the most, you might be like, oh my goodness, am I annoying them? You're not. Um, it's things to look at is things like, you know, subject lines, right? We want to make sure that they're enticing enough for people to want to open them and also making sure that they're paying out in the end, which I know that you're definitely doing a great job. It is, if you want to see unsubscribe rates a little bit lower, 
if you are running say a like an actual like promotion or launch I always like to give people a link usually at the top but I'll also put one at the bottom because that's where unsubscribe links are and so people are used to just scrolling on down I will always put a link for people to opt out of that promotion so even like when I was doing my completely free Black Friday prep series that we had going on via the inbox because I didn't explicitly ask people like do you want to opt in for this at the very beginning, I put like, hey, like I already said a little Black Friday, do not want to hear about this, like click here. And I put it in two spots in my newsletter, right? So same thing with your promotion, like, hey, know that the email marketing fairy isn't for you, like click here, we'll chat about something else. So definitely give them the option to opt out. Again, for most email service providers, that is considered a link trigger or a click trigger. Like usually it's called a link trigger. So you would just create a page on your website. It's like, thanks, Got it. I'm not going to be emailing you about that anymore. And then anytime somebody clicks on that link, you make sure that they get automatically tagged. Don't send me this stuff. Okay. So definitely do that opt out link. Another thing that you can do is if you plan out your newsletters, even if it's just like this week and next week, because I know for some people we're always flying by the suit of our pants. If you are not flying by the suit of your pants, and even if you have one week and one week, Make sure that in the bottom of your email, like maybe in a PS message, because a lot of people, again, sort of just scroll to the bottom, make sure in that PS that you are teasing out what you're going to be talking about next week as well. That can definitely help people want to stick around a lot longer from you. I also think that anyway, and this is just like, again, if people are going to leave, people are going to leave, but I think that making sure that you're building a personal connection with your list, assuming that it is a personal brand, not everyone has a personal brand. Some people are building brands that they can sell. So they're not going to like, you know, show pictures of their face, right? Or of their puppies or any of that sort of stuff. So sometimes it's like, okay, like, can I make this like a little personable? When's the last time that I showed my email list my face? So I have some gifts that I've created. I'm going to create some new ones because I'm using like the same like three over and over again. But I think that having those little like automations of yourself work out really well. So I have to be honest with you. I'm sure there's something called a gift me. Um, I just use, I have Camtasia too. I had gotten it a while ago. It was a AppSumo deal way, way back in the day for Black Friday actually. And they have a way where you can just export videos as a GIF or GIF, however you want to say it. So I just record my face cam. I do little things. I'll like speed it up and trim it down. And that's how I make the GIFs of myself. If anybody's wondering. So again, sort of adding those personal touches, but all in all, I think that you have a great unsubscribe rate. I think that it is just, I don't want to say the cost of doing business, but yours is not one that I would worry about at all. And to think that people would think, regardless of how many people you're sending it to, you know, whether your email list is 100 people or 10,000 people, to think that no one's going to unsubscribe is completely unrealistic. To try to get that number to like a 0.1, I don't think that's going to happen from anything. Because, you know, we even see when we are doing like our, you know, back to business bundle, like our free bundles and all that sort of stuff, people unsubscribe from that too. It's like, I'm giving you all of this stuff for free and you're unsubscribing. Like what's going on? The other thing to think about is people might have accidentally signed up to your email list um, with two emails. Cause I know we have that a lot. We have to merge a lot of accounts. I do think that's from people buying our stuff. They might buy under a separate email, then they send their newsletters too. So sometimes we'll have that, but all in all, you're doing an absolutely fantastic job. I think that your stats are fantastic. So 1000% keep it up again, try teasing out what that next email is going to be. Try sending it just if you can, if it's easy with your email service provider to segment out cold subscribers from people that are more engaged. So that way you can actually see like, where are the number of stats lying? Again, if it's one of those things like cold subscribers, you know, how can we prevent people from being cold more? 
And again, that could be something to, you know, we don't need to like gut our welcome series or anything like that or any of our funnels that we have set up. We don't need to start those over from scratch, but just like, okay, maybe I want to go and look to see like where are people dropping off. Now, obviously the first couple of emails, usually email one is always going to have the highest open rate followed by two. And then somewhere around like three, four, five, you kind of want to see where it's dramatically, dramatically going down, like statistical, right? And if you had a sixth email, what is that looking like? So definitely like the difference between, I would say four and five is where you can kind of see some realistic ones. But if you're noticing, like for some reason, email three is getting like no opens, but email four gets a lot. It's like, okay, do I need to like switch the order of these to keep people around? Do I need to have a different topic? But I don't necessarily think that you need to go that far quite yet. So I hope that that helps. And again, with everyone, do not worry about unsubscribes that much. It just means that you're actually taking action. I know that it is painful because you work so hard to grow your email list and because you want to help everyone. But just think to yourself, yeah, maybe I have already helped them. Maybe they're not interested or they just weren't my person in the first place. But now they're going to go find somebody they resonate with a little bit more. And that's a pretty awesome feeling. And I'll see you all. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure, listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped, but what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.